0: Hey everybody, welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, Wildbo's least chill work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm.
1: I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering CNADA, chapters 14.9 and 14.10. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know why Cameron stole $50 from three dead teenagers and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for pack, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering.
0: Yeah, I feel like it makes more sense now. Because <laughs> I was like, just hearing about that at first, I was like, that's a real dick move. But now I'm like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. I get it. It,
1: it still wasn't necessarily like the right thing to do, but also... She needed some agency. She needed something.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. I want yeah. her to be okay. I know. I feel bad. Anyway, hopefully that was cryptic enough for everyone who hasn't doesn't have a clue what we're talking about to go leave <laughs> and like read. read. 23B. <laughs> Woo! All right. Let's dive into the summary for this episode. Blake and Rose divide up tasks. Rose goes back to Hillsglade House while Blake tries to deal with Mara. Mara taunts Blake with her mastery of procrastination, but then she sees her home up in flames. Blake and the others race back to the house to try and stop a terrible deal. Johannes has convinced Jeremy that the abyss is a fine place to put a home and is trying to get Rose to agree. Blake starts to put Grandma Rose's scheme together and realizes who the real villain is. Mm-hmm. Faisal arrives and casts them into the abyss with a demon on the loose. What do you think of these chapters, Malia? Um, Basically, I read this and I was like, Trying to remember all the dumb shit I've said about Face <laughs> <laughs> All like, is, oh
1: fuck, what's all this what is what are all the horrible stupid things I just said about
0: This, this is the really sad part me. about not keeping our prediction tractor up to like up to date, you know?
1: <laughs> well, I'm 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 not too far behind. I just Okay Like I don't remember saying like really dumb predictions, but I do remember saying like Blake should totally take this deal with Face All, like fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. That's um, so funny, and it was still based on
0: relevant information at the time. But yeah, you know what? It's all right. Yeah. You, you knew what you what you knew, and you know what you know. I know.
1: It was funny too. Rereading these, where there's this one part where Wildbo's like, Faisal it's it's the angel," and I didn't at all get it. So that's fun.
0: That's fun. That's pretty fun.
1: But at least I was like pretty sure that it wasn't you.
0: last chapter. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, Blake and Rose divide up tasks. Rose goes back, st- goes back to Hell's Glade House while Blake tries to deal with Mara.
1: Yeah. So um, Mara wants to harass Blake, I guess. Uh, and she's like, don't go, monster. Me. Um, because Blake's like, if we got to get there fast, I'm fast. Like, I can fly. Like, I can go. And they're like, maybe we shouldn't put the abyss connected dude on the side of the scale that the abyss is at (laughs) or whatever. Um, And they're just so good. They're like trying really hard. Um, And so Blake's kind of like, okay, like, you know, because Rose is like, you know, okay, either I should go or we should both go. Like, she's not like, no, Blake, I'm going, you know, like, she's like, At least I should go because that is a good point about the whole abyss thing. And Blake's like, "No, okay, I will stay here with this witch, and you go figure it out." Um, And there's just funny moments where like Blake's internal, like he's not like super cool with Rose. Like Tiff is like, you know, they're they're deciding what's happening, and Tiff's like, "Oh, what should I do?" And Rose is like, "Come," and Blake's like, as though she was talking
0: to a dog. And I'm like, Blake, (laughs) foreshadowing, no.
1: Stupid. Um, Yeah, this was the moment. This was the moment. No. um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, I don't know. It almost feels more like Christ like. Like Jesus is like, come. Like Jesus, you know, like is like like I mean saying, where should what should
0: I do? Come. That's not like (laughs) to be fair, like you can't hear her tone. I mean, like the way I mean, we've definitely heard people tell dogs to like, hey. Come, get over here, you know? Like, and I'm pretty sure Jesus did not speak the same way. <laughs>
1: Come yeah. I mean, and this does parallel the last line of uh, the next chapter where Johannes says, like, he says, stay or whatever. Malia,
0: you can't compare Rose the Diabolist to Jesus. <laughs> you <Okay. they> can't. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can't. They're trying but... to do the right thing. <laughs> You're supposed to be the better Catholic. <laughs> I don't. rose is a good person she's trying really hard i love rose <laughs> like i'm not saying you shouldn't like rose i'm just saying you shouldn't compare her to fucking jesus i'm just no i'm just saying that like the word come
1: doesn't mean that you're dehumanizing people
0: yes but when it comes out of rose's mouth there's a good chance
1: i don't think that's necessarily true blake really hate like you know blake is really yes. i'm just saying that this is blake is predisposed to not like or trust rose Mm -hmm. and so i think that he's interpreting this with that slanted bias and it's showing that like you know it's still hard for them like there's still this
0: this thing here okay even if she has the best intentions in the whole wide world even if blake is totally biased towards her she also has like negative negative like a billion karma And so no matter what her intentions are, it's probably not going to come across as Jesus. That's just my opinion. But that's
1: even more of a reason why Blake should uh, cut her some slack. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if Rose is actually like the ultimate bad in the story. And that's why you hate her. But I think she's
0: fine. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's nice. They're like, they split up I feel like
0: just if you, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe I've just misremembering everything, and maybe she's actually really like sweet and empathetic and just really nice to everyone all the time. But I just don't remember that, you know. I just, it just, I don't remember that on my read through. Um, and that's cool, though, Emily. You know, everyone, you know, we interpret things differently. And you, you might, I mean, if you want to compare Rose it's- to Jesus, I'm still gonna. It's not either
1: gonna... <laughs> you're Jesus or you're dehumanizing people, though. I'm saying she's like probably mm. not dehumanizing Tiff in this instance. Because there are ways to I'm say that she probably sounds don't like she have is. To do
0: with the dog. <laughs> but I'm saying she probably sounds like she is because, for one, she does tend to talk like that. And for another thing, like she has like negative five trillion karma. And so she's going to come across like that to probably everybody because that's just how it is. I don't know. Whereas I think, jesus like, has like positive infinity karma <laughs> so like kind of that's interesting i mean it doesn't really work like that i guess but like i mean if if jesus were to I have karma jesus
1: karma is that great
0: what the fuck is wrong with you
1: like now i think it's great but i think that like he was treated like shit a lot and she, that doesn't mean that he had shitty him. karma <laughs>
0: <laughs> well but what was you- Holy shit, balls. No, we're not asking Wildbo about Jesus. <gasps> okay. Leave, leave that man out of this. <laughs> he doesn't want to go into that discussion. He does not want to talk about any of that. And <sighs> good Lord. Sorry, Jesus. He just feels Malia. You can't say that Jesus has bad karma. My God.
1: It's not because of the things he did, though. And I guess he did play into his role yeah frankly but he didn't play into society's role perfectly and karma isn't about actually good and bad karma's about society and so no i don't
0: think jesus's karma was like that great i don't think it was like rose you really <laughs> just want to compare rose to jesus <laughs> apparently you really want to compare the diabolus <laughs> demon like like and it's not her fault because it was she it's her family but you want to compare rose she'll probably die like saving blake jesus. or whatever like sacrificially You're really trying to like, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Maybe she'll even like be nailed to some wood. Yeah. Hey, Blake's made of wood. That would be a fucked up way to die. What the fuck, Malia? I don't know. (laughs) What's wrong with you? What is wrong with us? Holy shit. This is such a sacrilegious discussion. We haven't even started. I don't even know what to fucking say. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry, God. Sorry, Jesus. I don't, yeah. I just don't think that like sin. I'm just. I just necessarily gives you karma. I just want to put out karma. there, like I think I still think Jesus has positive infinity karma. Okay, okay. I don't care what <laughs> what canon is. I don't think there should be a canon like thing for Jesus' karma because I feel like <laughs> that's just asking for trouble. Okay. Right? No,
1: Wilder. Well, I'm sorry to call you out. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Don't fucking do that shit. He doesn't want that. <laughs> I think it's more just like I'm curious. I wanted it to inform my interpretation of what karma is but no you don't no one needs to go there.
0: We don't need to go there, you know? Can say some rosaries or like, you know, <laughs> do some do some meditation, do some, you know, do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe maybe Jesus will answer that for you, Malia. Maybe he will tell you the exact karma number.
1: <laughs> He'll be like, this is the karma system.
0: <laughs> yes. I feel like at least from our belief Jesus and God created any kind of system we have at least in our belief so oh. I feel like he probably has all the karma that's where I'm coming from but depends if you're coming from like the other verse thing or like it's just another god but not the god then you're probably right
1: well i huh that's interesting so i guess like if god made the practice and stuff but i feel like the practice is a reflection of very like earthly and secular like not secular but very earthly um systems and processes and i think that jesus like isn't down with all that necessarily um because it's why i mean it
0: probably doesn't exist in
1: real life (laughs) right but like we see you know we see in these chapters like an angel pairs up with a demon and sends a bunch of people to like hell
0: Mm -hmm. um And maybe ultimately, angel too, though. So, you know, I said Lucifer is the angel of light, right? So it fits.
1: Yeah, but I just I think that Faisal's not betraying what an angel is in the other verse. Like karma isn't about good and bad, and
0: angels aren't good; they're just not demons. (laughs) No, I mean sure, but like you said, Jesus. (laughs) Okay, Jesus. I just think people treated him like shit for no reason a lot, and I feel yeah, like yeah, but that's the not his of fault. Bad karma. I, mean, I, I guess know. it is in terms of that was his role, but like yeah,
1: you well, can't. no, that's not his fault. But like, I think he bucked the system in a way that maybe the system didn't like.
0: I feel like we need to just delete. This oh my whole god! Wait, conversation. Wait, wait. when oh was? my the, gosh,
1: when was the seal? Because what if Jesus, shit. this is going to be so horrible? I'm really sorry, God. I'm really sorry. What if Jesus was a practitioner oh my and he God. like pierced the veil oh, of yeah. innocence with his miracles okay, and that is... gave him back karma? <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Okay, we're moving on. Okay, this is so
0: sacrilegious. <laughs> this is so fucking sacrilegious. <laughs> we're being terrible Catholics. I don't know what to say. Just, okay. So are, are we going to scrub this? Or are we just going to leave leave our like <laughs> our heatheness for the world to see? No, they should, people should know. <laughs> know that, know. We're, that we're, we're heathens. I mean, you're fine. That's right. I, that's right. I said <laughs> Jesus has fine. positive <laughs> infinity karma. I'm sticking yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Malia. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, let's, okay. I don't want to, I don't want to, I mean, except I keep saying God's name in vain because I'm just so, like, appalled by this conversation. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to hear any any canon talk about this shit. I don't want to know. Okay, that's what I'm <laughs> okay. saying. Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. People can there's, talk about what they oh, want to talk funny. about. But. I
1: was gonna say there's actually a possible <laughs> distinction as to whether the word of God is canon, because you know, like <laughs> this, this is so, so great. While those saying <laughs> stuff so
0: great.
1: is referred to as like word of God,
0: uh. Oh my gosh! What the
1: fuck? And now I'm just thinking about a whole bunch of stuff oh, yeah. in terms of like the Bible being the canon, <laughs> and then like the Word of God being what to the Bible is. But the Word of God is like more important than the
0: Bible. Wow. Yeah. But like the Bible, it's the Bible's like uh, the Bible's like if you put like if God spoke into Google Translate, yeah, and like but like more like earlier Google Translate.
1: And like what when people, was more other shitty. people remembering what God had said and then telling.
0: Yeah. Them. And then like putting that through Google Translate a few more times. Yeah. And then we get the Bible. Yeah. That's pretty much what I think it is. Yeah. So it's like we get, we it's the closest we can get right now, but it's flawed.
1: Yeah. But it's just interesting in fiction how the, the canon, the stuff written in the book is like more authoritative than the stuff the author. Says about stuff outside of the book.
0: How did we get here? How did uh, we get
1: here, Tiffany? Okay, so Hi. Tiffany goes, and then oh my Ellie gosh, it's complaining. <sighs> Ellie's like, I'm tired, and um, I feel this. <laughs> except, shut up, because what the fuck? You, like, what? shut up. Um, and <laughs> like, like I would feel tired, but I think. Complaining when you are like a dumb human, this is not the time. Um, I think it's interesting, like, we see a lot in this chapter how Ellie and Peter are really paralleled, where Peter also complains like this. And um, Peter had just recently been like, I'm useless, why am I here? I was supposed to protect people by being present, and I can't. <laughs> uh, and I thought that was funny how this is kind of repeated here. Um, mm-hmm. and here like, we get to see that even the Thorburns love each other.
0: That's so sweet. I'm gonna start listening in a second, but, like, I just keep <laughs> going over that fucking conversation. And it's just like, holy shit, we're gonna publish- we're gonna, like, fucking put this out in the world. What's wrong with us?
1: I mean, <sighs> as... <yeah>. like <laughs> Fuck. As a, like, bisexual woman who believes that um, the church should happily marry uh, queer couples and... Like that, transgender people are valid in the eyes of God. I think a lot of people already think that I'm not really Catholic, so it's fine. okay. That's <laughs> that's a bunch of bullshit. That's like I wasn't, bullshit. I wasn't gonna get to be a saint or whatever recognized on this earth anyway. So,
0: so you can you can compare fucking Rose to Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Feel like it's okay. <laughs> you know, not making comparisons is cool and interesting we should reread this and be like
0: god in comparison (laughs) fuck (laughs) no no good lord (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh my gosh (laughs) uh look okay (laughs) say i i can't i don't even know i don't even know malia i can't even i can't eat look i'm drinking this really terrible i mean energy drink right now to try to stay awake anyway Mm mm-hmm which is kind of kicking in, but also, like, I can't wrap my brain around it. That's fair. (laughs) Look, being bisexual and saying that God loves all people, all LGBTQ plus, you know, people that transgender people are valid, all that stuff is like i 100% agree with i think that's fine but that does not give you the ex- that does not give you an excuse to compare fucking diabolist to jesus um and that's i mean you can but like i i'm saying
1: i just mean that like in terms of putting wrong. it out there into the world like the the damage to my reputation as a catholic has been done malia
0: i feel like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about okay Unless you have, like, unless you've been getting, like, hate mail from different dioceses across the country. Just being Malia, I know that you're bisexual and a Catholic and I disapprove. I don't know. Which I hope you have not gotten hate mail because that is even worse than, like,
1: I mean, I haven't, but then I remember that like, none of my,
0: it's fine. <laughs> we don't have to go there. We can just <laughs> I think most of the family is pretty like supportive. There's like a couple people that still love you, but just are I don't know. Don't get it, I guess. I don't know. At least from how yeah. I see it. But
1: they're like worried about me or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, Jesus loves you. Even though you made that fucking terrible comparison. I'm so sorry. That is so much worse than you being bisexual. And it's not yeah, that Yeah, that's probably true. But <laughs> It's totally true. Um, maybe over exaggerating it a bit, but I don't know the the amount of editing you're going to have to do. I'm just like, not jealous of, you know, which I feel like Everyone that knows a lot. I don't
1: edit. It's fine. Fuck.
0: <laughs> See, this is why like, I like, ha- I don't listen to any of our podcast episodes. Cause like, I just can believe that if I ask you like, Oh, it's okay. Malia, you, you can just edit this out. I can just like, believe like how you know children believe I in Santa Claus the or how people are like you know <laughs> the tooth fairy so i believe that you should you listen to our podcast edit. we're
1: really funny and
0: um i, I don't want to listen to my own voice it's fine it just feels cringe to me I you know no it's fine and then i'm like you know your voice doesn't sound the same in a recording as it does in person yeah. and it just feels weird i mean I, if i had to do the actual editing um, that I would do it. But since you do all, all the actual fucking work, you know, <laughs> I don't have to worry about listening to it. <laughs> but apparently you don't do work. Apparently you don't. You, you just like release it as is. Nobody
1: but me knows how much I edit out. I do edit some stuff out.
0: Hey, I'm just going by what you said. You just said you don't edit. Now you say you do edit. Uh, it was nope. a joke. I don't know, Malia, because I don't listen <laughs> to the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, okay so here's another thing that reminds me of the bible um <laughs> except it doesn't really but so it, it finally clicks right where i think i don't know if mara explicitly i mean no she was she explicitly <laughs> says this sorry i just like it.
0: that's extra funny because i thought it was just gonna be some random tangent about the bible and then you're like no, no i'm bringing this back to the fucking book
1: i were I professionals <laughs> barely well so um I guess the thing that this reminds me of is um, the Jesus's two commandments, the first of which is you shall love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul and all your strength or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have in my notes, "Blake is the heart and Rose is the head. And so that reminded me of that because we're talking about the Bible. But it was just kind of refreshing to have this like explicitly laid out like this is the this is them. Like this is the whole thing. (laughs) It's just like, oh, okay, I get it like yeah and it's (sighs) and it's cool and fun because like like you know blake is ambrose's heart but like the abyss has fucked that up and rose is ambrose's head but like conquest is living inside of it now Mm -hmm. and so they each have to use the part they don't really have to fix this problem because their main thing is fucked with right yeah like We've talked a lot about, you know, like, Rose likes to think things through and Blake goes off of his instincts. Um, And this is where we really start to understand that, like, Blake's instincts are awesome because he is the heart, he is the passion, he is the emotion, he is the instincts. But sometimes that's a trap. And same with Rose, right? Like, Rose is super smart and, you know, like, really creative, really, like, capable but sometimes her trying to reason things out is gonna fuck her up and it's nice how satisfyingly wild bell lays this out because i would not have gotten it (laughs) and it's
0: nice yeah no it's 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 pretty smart Mm -hmm.
1: and it's just like now it's like oh duh like i don't know how i could ever talk about this book again without just being like yeah this is them um it's also how does mara know i guess people know about the demon in grandma rose's attic somehow and they know what it does because like how does everyone seem to know like what blake and rose are
0: um i mean i don't know if everyone <laughs> does but mara's just like been there for ever right so right she's seen this all before she's seen people yeah i mean <laughs> even though she just stays in the fucking forest you know she just she's heard some shit she's seen some shit yeah she's i guess meetings
1: potentially like certain people's sight or that sort of thing could be powerful enough um Mm -hmm. to be able to tell and infer or something um and it is useful here to have someone kind of be able to tell us some stuff but like i don't know if any of the and the kennetiers aren't mara
0: right but i don't know if any of the Kenneteers could like look at them and be like a terrible comparison i mean i know you said that they're not but like (laughs) of course they're fucking not anyway go ahead Sorry.
1: Well, just that you, like, I don't know what it takes to be able to just sort of know the shit. And it seems like Mara has known this whole
0: time. Yeah. Some practice shit, you know? Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Next section. Okay. (laughs) Mara taunts Blake with her mastery of procrastination, but then she sees her home up in flames and is pretty P.O. She's... (laughs) To say the least. Um
1: these chapters were just so satisfying in so many ways because it's like we're we're talking we're talking about grandma rose we're thinking about the stuff um we get confirmation here that grandma rose is like trying to do the right thing um it's just so great um because mara's like you know why would your grandma do this like why would she go against everything she stands for and like actually work with a demon and i'm like okay cool like check like she doesn't She's not pro-demon. Cool. Um, and like really just trying to dig into this woman and her decision and her plan. And it's a really fun thing that runs through these two chapters where we, we think we figured out what her ultimate goal was. Um Yeah. Um and then Mara talks about what she thinks the practice is. Um, I don't remember if it's Tiffany Rainsley who says what the whole the fundamental rule the no tiffany's not there so i think it was ainsley says like the fundamental rule of the practice is that everything has a price Mm -hmm. um and i think that's is a really important part of the other verse and something that it takes a while to really get in pale for me um because packed right like immediately blake and rose like don't have any power and are struggling to figure out how to get it um but in pale they can like write shit down on their hat and throw things around and you're not really understanding like what that all means um and i'm not i mean everything has a price is true um but i'm trying to decide if that is what the kind would necessarily think of um as the like fundamental core of the practice because i think they're trying to upend things but maybe not necessarily that part of it yeah um but yeah they talk about you know Urshi Mara talks about the the ways that people deal with power, uh, in the other verse and what they do to try to be able to spend- to have enough to spend. Uh, the Bahames save it up, the Duchamps whore themselves out, the Thorburns commit crimes, <laughs> uh, goblins beat people up, and Ferrier, are like, this is actually bullshit, but also, is it? Um- it's like Ferrier like, you know, money's not real, right? But then like, I don't know, run the stock market or something. <laughs> like they just they go crazy. And Mara's like, I put five cents into a mutual fund in seventeen oh four and now I have a bajillion dollars <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Um and then she takes the moment to be like, you know, I'm actually like, my value and worth is way more than all of the fucking people that I've like murdered to inhabit their bodies because hmm. I know a lot because I've been around for a long time. So you're actually a bad person. <laughs> um, also, stability is great. Um, and I guess this book is making a case for why stability is good in terms of not being sucked down into the abyss, but also fuck you. <laughs> yeah um yeah blake says you know what value is it if it's never spent um and it kind of reminds me of super 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 rich people who have like more money than
0: they could ever do anything with Mm -hmm. like what i feel like i remember reading like or like one of the you know people that just like you don't even know that they're super rich until after they die because they're just so like frugal i feel Mm -hmm. like i remember reading an article once about a guy that like Super super frugal, even drank like spoiled milk because he didn't want to like <laughs> spend money to he didn't want to waste it. And he was like a multi millionaire wow. when he died. <laughs> it's like, man, just spend some money, buy some fresh milk, man. <laughs> right, buy left. a cow. You know? <laughs> and he just we're good. Can just go milk your cow. <laughs> have fresh milk. Just yeah, like, man. Then you only take as much as you need, milk as much as you need, <laughs> and then you don't have to have spoiled milk. Anyway. That'd be funny to like, like
1: go out every morning with your coffee cup and just like <laughs> squirt a little in there.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, <sighs> I bet some people do that. Yeah. Because why not? <laughs> I mean, maybe like hygiene. Reasons. You might spill your coffee. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true.
1: It might be cold outside. Yeah. Yeah, those Um, are the
0: reasons.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, And then Mara is like, you know, kind of asking another question. Like, what do you want? Like, what do all these people want in this scenario? Again, trying to be at like, what is Grandma Rose doing? Um, And so Blake wants peace and freedom and to change the system. Uh, Rose wants... security solutions, you know, she wants answers to her questions. And what does Grandma Rose want? And Blake's like, I don't know, legacy? Um, And I think that I would have answered something similar based on, like, Grandma Rose's fear of being forgotten um, that she expresses in her diary. Like, she really hates that idea, and it's really scary. Um, But she... She's working toward a world wherein she's likely ultimately forgotten. And it's really cool that she's able to do this in spite of that, like, I don't know, existential dread or something. And maybe she kind of got over it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it still seems laudable that she manages that or something. Um, And interesting that, yeah, Blake is just like very wrong at this moment but this helps him put the pieces together later um at one point they're th- talking about like you know what's happening at the house and the power of words and mara's like so what do you think there's some sort of like fucking epic lord of the rings like battle happening outside and i'm like uh yeah and evan's like uh yeah Um, like let's fucking do it And. Ainsley realizes, like, no, it's it's not. It's, like, there, it's going to be about words. Um, I still think we're going to get some sort of big fight or something. Like, if this was pale, there would at one point be a big fight. Although, um, there would also be words. I don't know. There would probably uh, be words. But it's interesting to think that, like, Johannes is like, well, things are fucked enough. I'm going to go over and, like, <laughs> hang out. And, I mean, this is how wars work or whatever. Like, eventually the sides come together and what you know, a side surrenders or like whatever happens. But um yeah. Um so Mara kind of breaks down, you know, she's like, what do you want? What do these other people want? Um and now she says, Okay, so like what does everyone get from this thing Johannes suggests, right? Mm-hmm. Um Rose gets security, Rose gets answers. Uh Johannes gets power. Jeremy gets his hot wife without her family. Uh the other Thorburns get to not be here anymore and go home. <laughs> the you know the junior council gets to do their thing, Alistair gets to lead them into a new horizon. Uh grandmother nah, grandmother might even get the thing that she wants. Um she notably doesn't mention Blake, and says so a victory for all involved and the the world shakes um unfortunately the world shaking is coming to an end um the lie detector is running out um and she's like haha fuck you i'm not gonna explain and blake's like haha fuck you we burned your house <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears> too." <throat> and she realizes you know without this tie to her the home the tie to her the tie to all of this shit uh this area and she presumably will also fall into the abyss with jacob's bell um and blake is like you know who loses what is the plan and mara says these are the wrong questions but also she'll answer them anyway uh number one blake loses like no matter what uh blake doesn't even get the semblance of a good time um and then with everyone else it's like twisted um everyone else will regret bleh, bleh, regret this um we figure out later it's cuz they probably all have enough ties to also get drawn into the abyss with the house um because they're so connected to this town um but yeah all right cool <laughs> it's a lot
0: but it's a lot but it's satisfying to know this now yes <sighs> so Blake and everybody else race back to the house to house to try to stop really really crap deal um so there's
1: this moment here where blake's flying and before they get back to the town he he turns up to face the sun like flying on his back basically and he says it's like for one last time and it's so awful <laughs> um blake feels really connected to nature and the outdoors and you know that when we see him working in the farmer's field and stuff he's really like at peace outside and he we just had that chapter about how much he's enjoying the sun on his face and just like yeah I mean you know presumably when this is done like Blake's gonna let Rose destroy him and so this is probably I guess the last time he gets the sun on his face and it's just so sad it's pretty sad and um then he like you know leaps like jumps down in the dark at all of them and Peter's like ah (laughs) and uh Peter's like yeah go like we're dead weight like we'll whatever catch up and Ainsley's like I'll use some power to catch up and now I'm like no <laughs> I hope she did it <laughs> no. yeah, yeah uh, we'll see I guess um and Blake really starting to lay it on thick and I did not get it and he's like you know it's interesting because like Peter and Roxanne were basically enemies and now they're sort of family and allies and it's weird how much like things can change and relationships can change with people and like different like you know circumstances can lead people to like different alliances and huh isn't it so weird that like the lines and the delineations in the boxes aren't actually that clear and that classic enemies and allies exist weird okay bye <laughs> like <laughs> i was like i guess like whatever
0: get to the fucking house (laughs) Ah!
1: i just so kind of ever since listening to deep impact and elliot was like oh maggie's actually podrick right i have like kind of stopped listening because i'm worried there's gonna be another thing and i just know you know in like fucking arc 10 or some shit of deep impact elliot's like oh the it's face all he's evil (laughs) and i resent that even though (laughs) he might not have figured it out. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Alright, um, so basically Johannes has convinced Jeremy that the abyss is a super awesome place to sink your home and your <laughs> town into. Um, it's trying to get Rose to agree.
1: Yeah, to be fair, Jeremy doesn't live there, so he can so just go back to school. He's <laughs> like, yeah, sink <laughs> it. S- sink that shit down. Yeah, if I was Jeremy, I'd be like, yep, cool. <laughs> Definitely. Um, It seems like they're in the library um and blake does learn a really critical piece of information here so i'm gonna say that that's a win for me for that one prediction that I made. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> even though it's not him reading a diary um but yeah so rose is like yeah johannes has explained this and honestly it really like checks a lot of boxes like really would like make a lot of stuff like fall into place and work out um and Blake's like you know maybe work out too well like you know Mara thinks this is a mistake she wanted to taunt me like she's also going to be fucked because we burned her house down like she you know and Johannes is like no like Blake this is great like you did such a good job by like terrorizing all those people and like breaking down all these like (laughs) whatever and helping this place fall into the abyss and like good job man like let's all chill out now like My familiar can make you into a squishy human, and it's going to be great. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Sign me up, bro. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we're going to do a controlled uh, blast. I don't really know what to call this. A controlled sink, and a specific area is just going to go bye-bye. And... (laughs) that's great. Like we're, you know, we're all evacuate people. Barbatorum is going to be the only one not evacuated. Um, Faisal going to guide it to like, you know, right in front of a, a big powerful abyssal God. And it's perfect. Yep. Perfect. Uh, God, you know, you know, gods, right? Gods are like a big deal. So it's going to be great. Um, and then Blake is like, yeah, the gods are losing. Um, I saw one. And its head was the size of a moon and it like kinda couldn't even deal with Ur. Like <laughs> 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 And apparently Ur's ain't shit compared to this guy. So what? <laughs> <laughs> um and you know, Blake's starting to use his brain a lot and really, really trying to think hard about this whole thing. And part of the whole, like, you know, your instincts can betray you. Um instincts often align with expectation um expectation is a problem here right it's it's causing them to assume certain things about situations um that aren't happening mm-hmm. and so blake decides to say out loud that all and barbie are best friends for life lol i mean not really cuz ultimately wants barbatorum to be like bound better but He's willing to sick him on a whole bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> to maybe accomplish that. Um and this is the classic Enemies to Lover's Trope. Uh, as we've seen throughout all of literature, throughout this book, you know, it's really compelling. <laughs> um, it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Johannes goes, Okay, Pixar, this isn't happening. And Blake's like, I mean, yeah, I don't have proof, but come on. They're like, they're like on such a different level from us, y'all. Like, you know, like you think gods are a big deal? Like, no, like these, they're just acting on like a completely different scale. Remember how we've like seen in this book that there's a little girl and a like fucking bear and the bear is like controlled her mind and shit. And you're paired up with a fucking angel and you think that's fine. (laughs) 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 like are you high like what's going on (laughs) like 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 angels can create things and like demons can destroy things and like the abyss doesn't even destroy things you know the abyss just like mushes it all up into like shitty garbage like like we're not even there um this reminds me of you remember jenny that dad used to get pissed off when people would use the word create.
0: You might have to, when he, when people use the word create.
1: I, yeah, I feel like he was like, no, you're not creating that. You're like making that because like you can't mm. create only God can create. Like creating is like making something out of nothing. I think like mm. is what dad would say. Like, like God can create, but nothing
0: else can. Um, For some reason, I'm just don't remember. Maybe I just didn't get in that many discussions with them. Maybe I just don't use the word create that often. I, Yeah, I feel like it was
1: like a some commercial or like something (laughs) probably. Like I don't even remember. It wasn't like one of his big things that he ranted about a lot. But I I just remember, yeah, this one time him being like, "Fuck everyone! How dare you?" He Um, was so
0: funny about some things.
1: (laughs) He's very adamant about some stuff.
0: Yeah, which is like, it's not that important, man. But (laughs) but sometimes
1: (laughs) it is.
0: Sometimes it is. Um. And then sometimes he'd be really just funny about it, like, when he made the have a happy <laughs> card.
1: Yeah, that card's so good.
0: know, <laughs> Used to be, like, you know, just hated when people said happy holidays instead of either Merry Christmas or, like, Happy Hanukkah or, like, I guess trying to customize it to the person's actual, like, holiday they're celebrating, which is like, well, you know, Dad, like, it's kind of hard to, like, go around no, and ask every exactly single fucking person. What, yeah. But... <laughs> So he just made, he was making Christmas cards with us one year and he just made one that just said, have a happy. And then that, you know, covers it, everything. It does. It's so yeah, good. Which is, it's pretty great. So it's a good card. Yep.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, um, once Blake's kind of laid out his realization about face all he, you know, his, 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 like he needs to use his brain, but Rose needs to use her heart. Right. Like they both kind of need to work together like their powers combined can like hopefully deal with this situation, but you know, they don't really trust each other. And they're also standing in front of a bunch of other people. Like he can't just like their communication is limited in this moment. Um, And, but, but Blake realizes that maybe the shattered hole that was the sixth Thorburn grandchild could figure out this situation. And like, <laughs> God, like their powers combined, like they're so fucking great. And Ambrose must've been incredible. And, like, I am so proud of them, and I want them to kick ass. Um, mm-hmm. like, Ambrose must have been so fucking cool considering how well these two have done. Um, I know. Look.
0: Like, I'm so like It's mad. a shame that you had to split up your best grandchild. The
1: best person.
0: <laughs> the best person.
1: Oh, uh, it's so awful. Um, and, yeah, so they're all kind of going around talking about their stuff, and, like, Like, so Jeremy wants his wife and he wants to go home. Like, if he can get those things, he's fucking solid, right? Alistair is like, fuck this town. Like, it's garbage. I don't want it. Like, it's not worth it. Um, Johannes is like, hey, I'm going to create that really great amusement park for others. And once this house isn't here there's like you know less demonic energy so we won't get like super scary others and I can even like give y'all a tiny piece of power and it's gonna be so great and Rose is like I have these fucking lawyers hounding me and it'd be really cool if they would stop Um, I also love that the lawyers are like ultimately the worst pieces of shit in this universe and it's really fun as a lawyer that it's like <clears throat> the lawyers are evil even- <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. Um and yeah, Rose is like they just want the Thorburn line to keep going, which is another hint at, to as to the ultimate uh deal here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so at one point, you know, Ro- Blake's freaking out and Rose is like trust me and Blake's like, "Ooh, like we used to be the same person, like is she trying to get through to me just like I'm trying to get through to her?" And like, what's going on? And like, what's up? And Johannes is like, "There's no rush." And then I'm like, "But isn't everyone gonna wake up?" And like, <laughs> he also proceeds to like be antsy and tell them to hurry up throughout this whole thing. Um, although I guess he just doesn't want them to talk them out of it. Um, and then there's also this moment where, uh, do you want me to be nitpicky, Jenny?
0: Hey, whatever your heart is telling you.
1: Yeah. So just, um, Johannes says like. You know, you can think of this as, like, my offer of a plea bargain. And, like, he's just... He's incorrect. <laughs> a plea bargain is something that you use in a um, criminal context. Um, hmm. Because you plea guilty or not guilty. Um, the state... Like, you, you're you guilty of crimes, right? Like, and, and only the state can prosecute people for crimes. Um, this would be something more like a settlement offer um because like mm. this is a civil situation between individuals or other parties that aren't the state and okay. even the state can be involved in suing people so like literally just like not crimes okay um cuz like you're not the state Johannes like <laughs> go away <laughs> i mean but he feels like he's the state <sighs> i guess he is potentially about to be lord of this area so yay
0: yay (laughs) okay no that's interesting it's good to know well blake starts to put grandma rose's scheme together and realizes who the real villain is
1: so so blake is really brainstorming about grandma rose and he's like i really gotta fucking figure this out like rose probably knows because she read the goddamn diaries and she told me not to read them and i'm gonna fucking figure this out okay what does she want right like she swore not to awaken her children and she's a crotchety old asshole and maybe she made a mistake and a bunch of people like got hurt because of it but also why the fuck did she put us in this order and like why did she cut us in half and like what is going on right um like she fucked over molly and then she cut us in half and then Paige, who like probably would have done a great job or whatever like she spurns her because she's like not gonna have a, a daughter for the family and like what's up with that um and so you know he's 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 trying to think about stuff he's making eye contact with rose he's really thinking he's like what is rose trying to tell me what am i trying to tell rose um and you know assumptions are dangerous and you know we've just learned here that angels and demons can work together so maybe lawyers can be at odds with one another (laughs) um and so you know sort of been thinking that grandma and the lawyers have been working together but maybe grandma's trying to subvert the lawyers um and but not in a way that pisses them off and makes them rain hellfire on us or whatever the fuck um like blake is kind of realizing that the lawyers are the reason that there is one heir and that all of the karmic load gets set onto one person's shoulders um and that's so that someone might take their deal um in the thorburn line and allow the demons and evil to gain a greater foothold um and i guess i'm like like miss lewis doesn't seem evil um and i'm i'm trying to remember if it's like if they get someone to sign on are they free or something like why are they working to further the interests of demons like they must like are they trapped are they just like complete shit bags um not sure maybe both um But yeah, so Blake is, like, putting together these pieces, right? Like, Grandma Rose went against everything she stood for and worked with a demon. And Grandma Rose swore to never awaken her children. And she, like, put us in this weird order and didn't talk to us about the practice and, like, just kind of fucked us over. And, like, all this stuff. And, like, the debt, right? Like, this horrible debt that we have to deal with. Um and he's like bankruptcy <laughs> we declare bankruptcy except you can't because bankruptcy is like a fairly new uh concept and um a lot of places don't even have like as developed of bankruptcy systems um the US is kind of like the pioneer in the field of bankruptcy and um has made this really amazing system that helps people uh not be completely crushed by their debt. Um, but the these lawyers want you to be completely crushed by your debt, right? So mm-hmm. so they need to kill off this line such that there is no uh I guess so such that the um inheritance is sheets to the state and no <laughs> one can pay off these debts. I'm not sure what happens if like I mean at some point your creditors are just fucked. Yeah. Because there's nothing there. Um and I guess that in this system, like, yeah, they need an heir to attach the karma to. I'm not sure what happens if this karma just, like, floats off into nothingness. Um, but that's not their problem, I guess. <laughs> so Blake is like, Rose, I get it. Um, And Rose is like, really? <laughs> and, you know, Blake asks, what gender is Catherine's child? Male. Like like immediately Rose is like, oh fuck, you're getting it, you're getting it. And Johannes is like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) shut up. And Rose is like, oh, I need to talk to my fiance. Bye. (laughs) Um, and right, so then, you know, he Blake puts together the pieces that grandma Rose is trying to end the Thorburn line without making it look like she's trying to end the Thorburn line. Mm -hmm. Um, she is setting their family up for failure. Um, such that there is no one to pass the karmic debt onto because it has to go to a daughter because reasons. Um, Sorry, Molly, you had to die, but you probably weren't going to use the demons, so that was useful. Uh, Sorry, Ambrose, you are the best hope, I suppose. But also, it seems like Blake figures that Rose is infertile. Um, Part of the splitting of Barbatorum is that maybe Blake... Was given the fertility, um, and not Rose. Um, that you know, Catherine has a boy who wouldn't be an heir, but also she'd probably fuck up and get herself killed, and then Ellie would fuck up and get herself <laughs> killed, and um, maybe even set themselves up in a situation where they'd attack Laird, which maybe makes sense as to why he was being kind of an antagonistic dick bag to Blake, um, because Laird probably had the tools to rebuff the demon back. Um, and so on and so forth down the line until you get to Paige, who again, it's not clear if adopted children count in this universe but probably won't have biological children unless you know she uses a sperm donor or whatever, yeah, um, and so that Paige is the last line of defense in her mm-hmm. lesbianness um, and you know Grandma Rose has like it seems like Rose has decided that their grandmother is right. Um, Grandma Rose has decided that this is worth destroying her family and working with demons because it saves, you know, generations of future Thorburns. Yeah. Um, and also, like, uh, prevents the lawyers from potentially gaining a greater foothold through their family. Um, and this seems, yeah, like a laudable goal. Mm -hmm. So Rose and Alistair come back and Rose is like, yeah, we were just talking about, like, you know, tablecloths and bullshit. (laughs) and you know rose can says you know blake convinced me that we're you know aligned um and blake's response is to be like yeah so um we're all really fucked because we're all really tied to this town and this house and this house has such powerful connections to this place that when it gets sucked down into the abyss like we're all gonna get dragged down with it um hey Jeremy your wife she's one of those people you might be one of those people based on that like it's great (laughs) um we're all fucked um and then Johannes is like I didn't know I swear like (laughs) I just want the relationship between other and man to be better like how Solomon wanted it and I'm like what (laughs) yeah and I guess like I mean the seal served a lot of cool useful purposes in terms of protecting people but I I think it protected literally people like humans yeah and not anyone else um so that feels like bullshit but it's fine um and Johannes is like you know I believe the world is better with magic in it and I think that's cool uh but also you live in a scary horrorville with like little children who are being ripped apart by uh Trolls or whatever, and that sucks.
0: Apparently, that's how he likes it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least he wants like the demon house to go away so that the like demons don't show up. That's nice, you know. He has a
0: line. (laughs) Um, but then speak of the angel, (laughs) (laughs) Face all arrives and is a real asshole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really wanted Jenny to say speak of the angel, and she was like, "It sounds like you really want to say it," and I was like, "Yay."
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like you had the right amount of enthusiasm.
1: It's just so funny. Okay. Um he really sucks and he shows up, you know, right when everyone's like, Oh, okay, this would be a bad idea and he's like, Well, since you've foiled, you know, like we could do this the easy way or the hard way, so I guess we're doing this the hard way. Um, he's like, I want all of you to be horribly tortured by a demon forever uh because eventually like you know barbie gets to have some fun you know gets to let his hair down gets to really like go all out and you know that'll destroy uh the binding connection or whatever because he'll destroy all the thorburns and then eventually i can uh make him be bound better in the abyss because whatever so that's cool Mm -hmm. um it's great i i i think we knew that face all was a demon or a demon face all is an angel of the seventh choir which presumably um tracks to the day of rest Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and so um you know the seventh choir choir angels are abstract but like as rest angels they can't win direct confrontations um I'm not sure if the choirs correspond to strength, like maybe a top tier demon of the first choir is stronger than a top tier demon of the second choir. Mm -hmm. Um, but we, we could see that Barbatorum seems to be stronger than or, um, but yeah. Um, and so he's like, that would have just been like so much neater and you all like would have been slowly fucked and that would have been so great, but oh, well, um, most of you are here anyway, so let's just get started. <laughs> let's get
0: started.
1: Um holy shit. And then we get like awesome horror, like just bad, bad times. Um I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie
0: world. Life is plastic. It's, it's fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> Smell of burning hair. <laughs> <laughs> Petri meat everywhere. Where? Imagination.
1: Your destruction is my temptation.
0: <laughs> Might need to work on, on that. Come on Barbie, let's go party.
1: Oh, ah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I really want someone to write that. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Apparently Hasbro really hates that song and the worst thing about the upcoming barbie movie as far as i know is i'm pretty sure that that song won't be in it which seems like a fucking crime um but i'm excited nevertheless
0: you know i feel like hasbro also makes ouija boards so i feel like they just can't be bothered by that shit you know I know it's your... not really related but at the same time I'm just like you guys can't be offended by like fucking Barbie girl song if you make Ouija boards.
1: They gotta it's it's about brand integrity and Barbie as a brand is very different from Ouija as a brand. <laughs> uh, but yeah so Face All's like ha peace Can you imagine and... if they combined
0: what? Barbie if they made like a Barbie themed Ouija board?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it'd be like bright pink with like white um font and with
0: like the yeah
1: <laughs> i feel like instead of like isn't it an eye or something on it like i feel like instead of that it'd be like her face or like the bee. um so good. <laughs> oh i bet the the thing that you like put your hands on or whatever would be like a clear like acrylic but then there'd be like silver glitter in it
0: oh there'd definitely be glitter in it yeah for sure for That'd sure be, cool. be a lot of pink <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! There, someone made a mini Barbie Ouija board on SB. I'm not even kidding right now. Let me let me just send this to you. I d- I didn't even Google Barbie Ouija board. I was just looking at Ouija boards. Okay, look at this. This is amazing, Malia. <laughs> the, totally yes. Totally no. Bye for now. Oh my god. It's so it's so good, guys. Has some stars on it. It's pink. Mm -hmm. It's it's really good. (laughs) Oh my gosh, and they have a Ken Ouija board. I mean the Barbie (laughs) one's the best, but the Barbie one's the best anyway, but (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, shoot. Good. There goes our Etsy idea. I guess someone already came up with a Barbie Ouija board, so whatever. Man, there's apparently a bunch of different types of Ouija boards out there. There's a cat one just really random there's
1: and and the best thing about it i don't know if you realize this is that it's barbie size
0: <laughs> oh did you see
1: that no it's so good it's yeah
0: barbie, sized ouija it's barbie board. size <laughs> barbie size and barbie themed ouija board oh my goodness you guys that's the best that's really funny <laughs> what the fuck oh uh... So if you're playing dolls and you have that and it actually does start moving on its own, then I don't know. You gotta, just I don't leave. know what that means. But like, burn it's not it a all down. Burn like, it goodbye. all down. It's not good. <laughs> wow. I feel like we're gonna have to. That's just amazing. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So
1: the house like starts to sink and maybe gets like flipped over. I was a little confused and then you start to smell the burning hair and the putrid meat and people are throwing up in their mouths people are running the The house is collapsing um you know Rose is channeling conquest telling people to hide anything reflective anything metal um and I'm like why did y'all have to have this conversation inside this house <laughs> like I guess you know you didn't know and yeah um and so then they so then the house is like, like warps and distorts. There's bookshelves on every wall and there's like the, the books are being like, the spines are being written on and the, the water is like doing gross shit and unclear. And so then there's a sky above them, um, which is enough to let them know that it's snowing, which means the time effect is gone, which I guess maybe means that all the normies are going to wake up and run away um, I don't know if it's just gone, like, over their house or what, but, um, you know, they're- they seem to be falling into the abyss, um, they're, like, 120 feet down or whatever, and they start to hear the bell again, because I guess Molly was also asleep or something during this time. Uh, so Molly's pissed, she's back with a vengeance, um, burgeoning goddess or whatever. I wonder if All's like, maybe she'll be useful, and- you know, you know who just loves that angry rage vibes is Boogeyman, Woo! and they're coming. Sweet, <laughs> and Barbatorum's coming, and it's all great. Um, and then Blake's describes one snowflake that didn't move because it was face <laughs> and Johannes looks pretty sad, and uh, and then you know at the end he says that I think face all says stay, which feels like ultimate dog revenge.
0: Ultimate dog revenge.
1: Um like this whole time he's like don't ask me if I like walks. Um <laughs> and now he's like stay bitch. <laughs> and
0: that sucks. Yeah. It sucks, man. It sucks. <laughs> well we're at our uh pale comparison section now. So
1: Yay. Um I was trying to think of what this feels like in pale and I I guess it feels like summer break. Like it feels like we're all fucked. We know who the bad guy is. Um it doesn't feel like we've definitely lost though. Um, but we're definitely not
0: doing good. Um I don't know. Did it remind you of anything, Jenny? I guess I could see like I guess I could see the summer break vibes in a sense, as in like things are just going to shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But Please. I'm not gonna lie, my energy drink's wearing off, so I can't come up with a very good harrison at the
1: moment. No, that's fair. Um <laughs> or just Maybe some of the, like, like I can't put my finger on anything, but just, like, you know, this, we get a lot of answers in these chapters. Um, We also get a lot of, like, drama and hype and action. And I'm trying to think, like, when in Pale did we just finally get a bunch of answers? Like, like I feel like, in a way, Pact has had more of the, like, mystery structure than even Pale did, in the sense that the the conspirators and pale are doled out really like kind of slowly. Like you learn about Edith, like, and it's not necessarily a huge. Oh fuck. Like shock in the way that this is just like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's kind of interesting that like, like, yeah, like, you know, you see Edith at the cabin and I, I don't even remember the moments where everyone was definitely identified. I mean, like, you know, that Marisica, like, blinded the Carmine Beast right before she died in, like, chap- or, like, in, like, Arc 2 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you're you're sus of Matthew, you and you, you're sus of, like, everyone, but it, it's not, like, this feels like, you know, Hercule Poirot sitting in a room with all the cult, like, all the suspects being like, let me tell you who it is. Um, and we didn't really get that in Pale, from what I can remember, but it has been a very long time since I read it, those arcs.
0: Yeah, it's been a it's been a hot minute,
1: but yeah, this was great. These were great, and I'm excited. All right, sweet time for your bold and specific prediction, Malia. What's it gonna be? So I like to predict who the interlude will be from um, right before we get to it, and so I really need this to be a Johannes interlude. I really, really need it to be Johannes. <laughs> um, I also want more of, like, Grandma Rose's diaries or whatever. Like, I want, like, other shit, but, like, I need to be honest. (laughs) Like, we have another two arcs for me to get, like, Grandma Rose shit, and this is just, you know, like, the perfect moment to come in and feel sad about this betrayal.
0: (laughs) So you think it's either Johannes or maybe Grandma Rose's diaries?
1: (sighs) I'm not sure if we're gonna get a double up on our diaries, actually, because I feel like Wildbo doesn't like to repeat, um... Interlude points of view. So it okay. might be like Johannes or like I want a Rose interlude. I'm not sure if this is the time. I mean it may be like a face all interview interlude, but I don't even care. I want you I don't know. One right. day it will be right and or or it won't. <laughs> Wild Bo
0: needs to write a fucking <laughs> Well, we will see. We will see what it is next week. We All right. Our previous discussion question from last week is name a place that doesn't sound like a good travel destination, but is. So we got a couple answers. Um, We'll start with Belag Tal. He said, Ottawa, we kind of have a reputation as the city that fun forgot. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But Ottawa is actually a really nice city. We have lots of interesting historic sites, good food, great museums, beautiful parks, festivals, and even the occasional wild bow fan meetup. Um, Anzin on Discord
1: um, says, it might not be the most beautiful place you can visit. It certainly is far away from living up to its rather infamous name. But here in Norway, there is a small town
0: straight up called Hell. Um, that's pretty that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fun. Uh, um, and then Jarl Zarl so, on Discord said, um, not really a discussion question to answer, but kind of related. Um, their family used to go to this little small town in northern lower peninsula of michigan and they'd rent a cottage for a week every summer um towns right on lake michigan a lot of really good uh walking spots bike riding spots nice library cute shops um that about 15 years ago or so a magazine listed it in like a top 10 best undiscovered vacation spots in the u.s and they got super touristy and they stopped going as often uh and so they haven't been in the past like five years or so moral of the story if you have a really nice undiscovered vacation spot be careful about who you tell (laughs) about it i think that's really wise that's very wise um yeah yep there's like in hawaii i mean obviously hawaii is not like you know a secret vacation spot or anything but like (laughs) there's uh these um travel books i don't even know if i should say the name of it but like or these travel books for Hawaii um, that have like a different one for each island where like the guy basically that wrote them basically went um, and lived in Hawaii for a good amount of time, found out all the local spots and like kind of got to know the local people and like um, ended up just exposing all of them in the book. <laughs> and so all the good <laughs> local spots like have been much more crowded um, since mm-hmm. those were published, um, which is like, well, I guess, touche but but it sucks
1: yeah it yeah um but also i bought the hawaii one for our honeymoon i haven't actually looked at it i should do that (laughs) um
0: yeah i mean they're good resources and i'm not gonna give the name so sorry it's being a big move (laughs) but there's a lot of there's a lot of good like hawaii uh books and stuff anyway but i can't think of a discussion question because my brain is dead i was
1: thinking like what's your favorite enemies-to-lovers story. <laughs> Alright. Favorite right, enemies-to-lovers enemies story? Or what do you love about this trope? Mine is Pride and Prejudice. I That's a good if-
0: one. Yeah. Uh, sh- Romeo and Juliet.
1: Is yours the Christmas wedding planner?
0: <laughs> oh, good lord. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. That does fit. I don't know if I'd say my favorite. It's a terrible story. Terrible movie. But... I'll go with it. Christmas Yay! wedding planner. So bad. So fucking bad. But man, I love it. Love to hate it.
1: Yeah. In honor of Faye and Barbie, tell us your favorite enemies lovers story.
0: That's right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends and leave a rating and review. To support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. And if you'd like to support Wild as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash wildbow.
1: You can follow the pod on Twitter at PaleComparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans where you can answer a discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. Next episode, we will be covering chapter 14.X.
0: All right. This week's fun fact. Lysol was originally marketed as a contraceptive. It was corrosive to sperm, but also damaged like vaginal tissue. Um, its ad said using it as a douche would lead to marital bliss. What Hundreds f- of people died from using Lysol as a douche. F- fuck yeah so don't use Lysol as a douche
1: you're also just not supposed to douche right
0: you're not supposed to douche no but like that's so fucked up you know people uh, for many many years have made a lot of money telling women their bodies are disgusting so yeah uh yeah don't put don't douche uh don't douche that's awful yeah that's fucking terrible this is very off the topic but you want to know something else it's fucking terrible not as terrible as that by any means but okay so this is really not on the same topic but i just want to show you um sure so vitalis um and i took the kids to a thrift store um just to buy some clothes because there's a lot of kids clothes for cheap that are pretty decent quality at thrift stores um and he found this fucking toy that he gave to miko Uh uh-oh and Miko loved it, no. he just like wanted to keep it. And now Lily's playing with it, and I'm going to show you how fucking terrible this is. And we'll s- just just look um, look at this shit. Is it like a really big spider? Yes. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Lily's just so happy. <laughs> Johnny's afraid of spiders. I hate spiders, <laughs> and look. Look, she's like, oh my God. (laughs) She's playing with the spider, with a big fucking spider. It's bigger than my head. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. She's just like, fucking loves that thing. There's a picture of her just looking like, hmm, what is this? And then like here, sorry just one more video that's not that exciting but oh my god
1: so creepy
0: <laughs> yeah yeah she just, it's just this giant spider that she's just playing like it's some fucking stuffed animal and it's this big plastic halloween decoration <laughs> spider that she's just like rawr, 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 and like
1: <sighs> yeah at least it'll be a good video to show her when she like a teenager. I mean, it's
0: pretty funny, but it's like, oh my gosh, I hate it. (laughs) I hate it so fucking much. (laughs) Like, I never would have thought that they would actually, like, want to play with that. Anyway. um, Yeah. So I wanted to show you that. (laughs) Anyway. um, That's our podcast. This has been a wild ride. And join us next week for another ride. (laughs) Probably down memory lane. And with maybe with Johannes, you never know, might be. Yeah, Malia, I feel like we could just make a soundboard of like your noises as you make, and just like you like, every time I'm like, what do you think of these chapters? Ah! Yeah, I mean, that or yeah, just make a lot of good noises. <laughs> Not saying, I mean, I think it's bad, I think it's a good thing, it adds to the charm it of tries. the podcast, but. Anyway, all right. Good night, guys. Bye. See you later. Bye.